let's get straight to our final guest. Uh, we'd like to call him the hot dog, Steve Graham. Good morning, mate. Welcome back to the show. Steve, go, Gary. How you doing, boys? Yeah, we're well. Uh, this time last week, we were gearing up for uh, Club Ra, uh, the big celebration at your place. Hundreds were there. Uh, the beers were flowing and the big screen. We were watching all of the Aussies in action in the Moguls. Uh, mate, can you reflect on what that night was like for yourself, Deb, and the entire Graham family? Oh, Steve, it was uh, the very wet Club Ra. I spent, I spent the morning out there with the turf rollers fixing up the outfield and um, trying to get it ready for the next big bash. But, um, <laughs> but it's all coming good. Look, it was a great day. We had a great, fantastic crowd. We had Jindabyne Brewing up from Jindabyne itself with a couple of kegs of their finest. And, um, mate, everybody had a great night, regardless of the results. Mate, it was yeah. just a fantastic night. And then we backed it up the next night with Sunday. And how good was Sunday with Chikara Anthony bringing home the goal? Wow. Yeah, just, just incredible. What about Matty? Uh, I know he's home now. He flew back in on Wednesday. And uh, the broken collarbone, he just couldn't find his mojo in Beijing. How is he? And uh, what were yeah. your thoughts watching his run? Yeah, look, he's good. He's um, got home Wednesday. We were down there at the airport, picked him up, and um, a lot of hugs, not many tears. That all came out on Saturday night. But, um, look, he's fine. The collarbone was was good enough for him to ski. I think the problem was just not enough time on snow from from the middle of December through till competition night last Saturday. It was just too much to ask. I think in that sport, right. you've got to stay on snow. Everybody talks about visualising and and all the mind games and everything else. But that's a, that's a discipline that you really need to keep skiing to do Look, well. I, and I, he didn't have that opportunity. I, I think our audience have become you know, massive moguls fans because of Matty, and we saw the greatest, Mikhail Kingsbury, beaten. Can you tell us more about that? And also the other Aussies, including one in the super final. Yeah, little, little, um, little Cooper Woods, mate. He's a 21-year-old from down the south coast there. Um, been in the team for a number of years now, like under Matty. I guess Matthew was under Dalbeck Smith uh, in an era gone by as well. So it's not quite passing the baton yet. Um, Matty will pick himself up, dust himself off, and Cooper will have to wait a bit longer before he takes the crown from Matthew. But, um, hey, Mikhail, you know, he's 30 in May. He's nearing the, probably nearing the end of his career. He, um, we said earlier in the year on one of these shows that he's probably not as dominant as he used to be. And some of the young guns are catching all of them. Look at Walter Wahlberg from Sweden, 19, um, come out, laid down a super fast run and um, brought home the gold medal for Sweden. And I think the only difference was the speed. Mick was just a bit slow. Hey, let's talk about Chikara Anthony because, like I said going into the break, I don't think I've seen a more dominant performance. And it made me think that if there was any slight mishap on that final run... Suddenly, she doesn't win gold. And I want to change the entire sport. I feel like maybe it... I, I, look, I know it's riveting to watch, but I feel like it almost should be like, uh, like diving where your points accrue because she was the most deserved gold medal winner that I've seen in Moguls. Yeah, you probably... A lot of people think that, Steve, but... Um, and, and, like, in a different sort of scoring system, like the half-pipe last night with Scotty James and the rest of the crew out there, they have the best of three runs, uh, the best one counts. Um, but accrual of points is just not the way it is, mate. You've got to execute the number of runs. Maybe the number of runs was too many because on World Cup there's only the qualifier, top 16, and then the medal shootout with the top six. But to have three finals and two qualifiers, um, 
that's sort of pushing the envelope a bit because the course changes every time. Um, it's a different track. You can't compare one run to the next. Um, so, look, you know, the rules rules are rules. Rules get changed from time to time. They get reviewed. But um, at the moment, you know, you, you've got to put it down on the night and if it goes wrong, it goes wrong. And then you see the result of all the tears. Yeah, Steve. Moguls. Steve, one thing Garrett, I loved... Yeah, one thing Garrett I loved at your place... One thing I loved at your place last week was the camaraderie between all of the Mogul families and all of the Winter Olympics families. And, you know, we definitely saw everyone celebrate everybody else's achievements, including, uh, I mean, you told me last Saturday night, Jakara Anthony will win gold. So it was just such a special moment. You mentioned about the half pipe. Uh, is that the greatest event you have ever seen, particularly score-wise, with a 96 and a 91? Steve, it's up there. Um, Scotty put down a run with some with some manoeuvres that he hasn't done before, so there was some new stuff that that um, he we, we know that he can do them because he's trained them and rehearsed them and practiced them. But in competition, he hasn't pulled some of those big big twisting manoeuvres out um, in a competition. And to do it in an Olympic Games, you know, you're putting everything on the line. Um, but that's what you got to do. And the young Japanese guy, you know, really, he's, he's going to be around for a long time. He's still pretty young, you know, two silvers and a gold. You know, that guy's, they, you know, they talk about Sean White being the goat, mate, this young kid from Japan. And he's only a midget, eh? He stands there on the dais beside Scotty James, who really, at six foot two, probably is too big to be a, a really good snowboarder. So that's even more of a challenge for Scotty with his just sheer size. But, um, Mate, it, it was it was phenomenal, and and look, it rated its head off. It should have. It deserved to. It's a huge event around the world, thanks to X Games and the like. And Scotty's been there, and Sean White's been there, and mate, they're they're just legends in the sport. You know, it just goes to prove if you do the yards, you and the miles, you get the results. Yeah, the guru has got the next question, but when I watch that, it's one of the most amazing things I've seen humankind ever do. And uh, I watch it, and I also feel like. You could die doing that sport. The Where they fall from, like, oh, I tell you, their courage to actually take off, like that triple flip. They were saying yesterday that we've never seen it in competition and then we see it three times. Uh, just amazing. And you can imagine the next Winter Games, every single athlete will be trying to do that because the bar's been raised. Guru. Yeah. Well, little 16-year-old Valentino, you know, he's got the record for the height at 7.2 metres. That's above the coping. Now, can you imagine if you get it wrong and you hit the, you hit the lip of the pipe coming down from 7.2 metres? That's just, that's just going to snap you in half. That's, that's, that's wheelchair stuff. So these guys really put it on the line. Yeah. And uh, Steve, Tess Cody got us on the board with a bronze medal in the women's snowboard. That was, that was excellent to watch also. Yeah, Tess done a fantastic job. You know, that was that was probably one that we weren't expecting um, as Australian medals, but she really pulled out the big guns, PBs um, in that event. Some of the other competitors couldn't couldn't match it. She was up early. She just got better and better and better as that snowboard slope style progressed. So, mate, that is a real Cinderella story for Tess. But hey, guys, tonight, you know, we've got um, Jackie Narakot leading the skeleton after two rounds with two rounds to go. How incredible How is that? Yeah. Going to be? Yeah. Oh, yeah, and skeleton. we were just discussing... Head, head first. 
We, we still remember uh, Paul Narricott, you know, being the champion sprinter that uh, ran at the Commonwealth Games, also the World Championships, decided not to go to Moscow. And then you scroll down on his Wikipedia and you see that he actually competed in the Winter Olympic Games in Albertville in France in the bobsleigh, the two-man bobsleigh. Burko? Yeah, look, uh, look, a fantastic job that he actually did there. And uh, you just watch it, Jackie Narricott, just on the skeleton. Like, she won a World Cup event uh, a month ago. No one had heard of her really till, till then. Well, I hadn't heard of her. You know that you did, Steve. But, <laughs> but just to have Tina Strain up at the top of the leaderboard in the skeleton, you know, it's unbelievable, really. Yeah, and Steve, we've got one minute, so make it quick. Where, where's the nearest skeleton course in, or sliding course in Australia? <laughs> it's, the other, it's half a world away. So that's a super credit. Hey, we've got uh, two teams in the um, mixed snowboard uh, snowboard cross tonight. Um, so they've granted Australia a second team there. We've got the girls, uh, Danielle Scott and um, Laura Peel coming out in a night or two in the women's aerial. So, look, we've still got heaps of medals that Australia could go. We've got three already. So um, a gold, silver and a bronze. There's plenty more on offer, so like anyone that's not tuned in over the next couple of nights on 7 and 7 Plus really needs to, needs, obviously doesn't like sports. So um, I know all your listeners will be there, Steve and Gary. So guys, it's going to be huge tonight, tomorrow night. It's going to keep going into next week. And then to bring it all home, we've got Sammy Kennedy Sim in the uh, ski across towards the middle of next week. And then all our athletes will probably come home. Yeah, great stuff, Steve. And, and, awesome and to talk to you. And I still want that uh, new event, the two-man luge with myself and Buttes flying down the course in four years' time. 